Hello and welcome to Lessons from Lifetime, a true crime podcast where I take a Lifetime movie and give you the true crime story behind it. I also give us some valuable lessons we can learn from each movie. And for this week, I'm going to say don't murder somebody. If your feelings are hurt or they've treated you badly, the answer is definitely not murder because it's just going to ruin your life. On today's special episode, I have my daughter Chloe with me who is just as obsessed with true crime as I am. She gets it honest and I actually think she's going to be my co-host from now on. Maybe not every single episode, but for a lot of them because she's getting older and she loves to do this kind of stuff with me. It's going to be a lot of fun and I hope that you enjoy it. So I decided this week to re-record a previous episode I did on the movie Death of a Cheerleader on Lifetime starring the fabulous Tori Spelling and the amazing Kelly Martin. So I redid this story. I looked up some more information and then I re-recorded it with my daughter. I think it's really good and I hope that y'all love it. On this episode, you may hear a bit of craziness going on. We were recording in a different room and my dogs barked a few times and my husband came home in the middle of it and was like, hey, where are you guys at? So I apologize in advance for any unnecessary sounds like that. Also, please, if you don't mind, take a quick moment and rate, review, and subscribe to help keep this show going. So let's get into it after a few words from my sponsors. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Mom. I'm super excited that you are recording with me. I'm so pumped to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So we're going to try to make this a thing, right? Yes. We both have a love of true crime and murderers and lifetime well we don't love murder no we love hearing about them we do love hearing about them but i think that's because we want to try to figure out all the ways that we can stay safe from them that's yes that's true which is why i started watching lifetime movies years ago and then i make you also watch them with me i've been brainwashed but i've taught you a lot of (laughs) lessons As we watch the movies. Yeah. Can you think of a lesson or two that I've taught you just by watching a Lifetime movie? Oh, my God. Um, You definitely don't go out with strangers that you meet online. Don't get a sugar daddy. Yeah, Um, that was the most recent one. No sugar daddies. No sugar daddies. Um, We actually stayed at a what we thought looked (laughs) like it would have been. A SeekingArrangements.com hotel situation. It, it was dark and very modern. Very sleek, modern, manly. Like it, smelled like a, it smelled like a man. It smelled manly. And the hallways were dark except for little pools of light. But like it was a really fancy, nice hotel. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It was really pretty and we loved it. But we also felt like this is where sugar daddy and sugar baby meetups might have happened i don't like that (laughs) i don't know why they're called that i hate it shannon's gonna do a podcast with her teenage daughter about crime you need to cut that out (laughs) (laughs) just so all of you know she's not a young teenage teenager do i sound like that i don't know she's going to graduate soon and she needs to know all these things so don't send me hate mail if you have any We've cute been watching these movies together for teenage years. sons. If you have cute teenage sons, <laughs> then yes, email and, and we can maybe work that out. She's yeah. looking for a fella. Yeah, I guess. Oh, but I guess that'd be meeting them online. That's what Oh, no. Rules. Oh, no. Dang it. All right, Chloe. 
So a while back, I put out the episode about the death of a cheerleader. There's two versions. One is the one I'm talking about today, which I think came out like 1994. Had Tori Spelling, Kelly Martin. Mm -hmm. There's a newer one. I didn't like that one as much. It's literally the same thing. I just, the other one's a a classic. So I put it out by myself. And now since we've decided to kind of have us do some of these episodes together, I wanted to redo it and get your opinion on the story. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about the movie just really fast okay it is about a girl one girl's popular she makes cheerleader she gets into this little high school sorority which by the way i've never heard of high school sorority yeah it was called the bobbies it was in huh. the 80s oh okay it was in the 80s and maybe they had that in the well 80s. in in greece um there was like the <gasps> that's true maybe that's that was true. a thing well the bobbies were time. like this in my time <laughs> back in my time hey i will tell you in the 80s i was in elementary school was not really yes i was born in 1979 i was i was young in the 80s i was born in 2002 so all right so there's a popular girl and then there's a girl who just has always wanted that popularity she does not make cheerleader even though she tries um she does somehow get into the bobbies which was confusing but she did and she really wants to make this other girl be her friend. Like, she just looks up to her. She thinks she's so cool. She's got it all together. And Were they pretty? Um, yeah, I mean, I think they're both How pretty. How recent was this Lifetime movie? Was this Lifetime? Yeah, this, this Lifetime movie was 1994. They've been casting, not to sound like, but they've been casting a lot of unattractive. Mind your language. I'm your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving okay, out. they've been casting um, They've been oh casting... Very unattractive people in their movies recently. I think it's hit or miss with Lifetime. Like sometimes they cast really well-known people who are beautiful, and then sometimes they cast people that I don't even think want to be actors and actresses. The They're tall, just there. the tall um, blonde boy. Oh, what did we call him? His name's Shane, I think, but we called him Shaney. Shaney. I DM'd him. Chloe DM'd this. I guy. think he's like twenty-five. All she DM'd <laughs> him was high, and I was like, that's creepy he's not gonna write you back if you just write hi i just thought that it would work it did not work did it no i told you to say something funny and about how you liked the movie and he was no because he's gonna be like why did you watch you're weird (laughs) but you can tell okay okay model okay so back to the movie yeah so these girls were pretty for their time toy spelling is famous oh this is the the old one i thought you were talking about the new one i don't remember who was in the new one so um the girl wants her to be her friend desperately she comes up with this scheme. She calls the other girl's mother, the popular girl, and she says, hey, there's going to be this initiation dinner. It's a surprise, so don't tell her. Um, we'll just be there to pick her up at 830, so just have her ready and dress nice. And it's all a scheme to get her to go to this party with her. And they get in the car, and she's like, oh, it's Yale. And she's like, oh, but guess what? We get to go to this party. It's this you know, popular <laughs> upperclassmen's party. She goes, well, how did you get invited? And then it comes out. Like, she wasn't really invited. She just kind of got friend of a friend invited. The other girl's like, absolutely not. I'm not making a fool out of myself. She gets mad. She leaves the car. Ultimately, what happens is, in a fit of rage and of thinking that this girl's going to go tell everybody what a dork she is, tell everybody how weird she is. That was her big thing. In her mind, she could just picture the phone calls happening. Like, oh, God, she's so weird. Da, 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 da. She grabs a knife, 
that is randomly in the car. I hate that. And it comes out later why it's in the car. But anyway, it was in the car. She goes and she stabs her. Where? Out in front of a neighbor's house. Oh. At night. Like, it's at night, so nobody really sees it. Stabs her. She dies. (laughs) In the movie, nobody finds out about this for, like, months. Like, who it was. And finally, it all comes out. It was her. And she just kind of had a nervous breakdown. And it was because the girl was so mean to her and everything like that. So I'm going to tell you what really happened. And even though the popular cheerleader girl, I think, was said to kind of say some mean things sometimes she and put people down, mean. I don't know that she was a huge psycho bee. I think she was just psycho like, bee. she was like a, a medium. A medium bee. A medium teenager. I mean, she's 15 years old. So Oh, she's 15? Yeah. Uh, so 15 years old. Loser. You know. <laughs> Like, just think back to when you were 14, 15. Everybody was so mean Everybody to me. was mean. It was just like, not that I'm saying it's okay. Don't be mean. Don't Teach be your mean. daughters to be nice. Be kind. Be like me. Be nice like Chloe. Sometimes. Sometimes is. She's nice all the time now, pretty much. But when 14, I was 15, 14, 15, mm-mm. yeah, I was mean. Not, not nice, Chloe, sometimes. So, Chloe's nice now. And she can tell you, it pays to be nice. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> Don't be a jerk. That's one of the lessons. Lessons from Lifetime. Don't, Don't be, be a jerk. jerk or you get murdered. True. Really. If you're a jerk to people, you're going to get murdered. Yeah. I looked up some different sources this time. I got some of my information from, of course, Wikipedia, because that's where everybody goes. Then click Americana.com. And then I found this article from Ladies Home Journal, like from forever ago, by Carol Pagash, and this was actually a really interesting article. It had a lot of details in it, if you want to check that out. Also had pictures and photos of the two girls, which in the movie, the popular girls like Blonde, Cheerleader, played that part up a lot, and it was the opposite. The quote-unquote cheerleader popular girl was uh, brown curly hair, so brunette. The cheerleader murder happened in Orinda, California, which is like a fancy suburb, really good schools, crime-free environment, and it's surrounded around the quote-unquote popular girl cheerleader Kirsten Costas. She was 15 years old. She was on the swim team. She made cheerleader. Interesting that the movie Chloe is called Death of a Cheerleader because she made cheerleader, but she was actually killed, murdered, before she ever got to even cheer. Oh. It happened in the summer before. Lame. I know. How sad is that? And then they made a whole movie called Cheerleader. So Wait. Okay. Yeah. The girl that was killed was on the cheerleading yes, team. Yes, she made the cheerleading team. But the girl that killed, killed her, her did not. And they were like 14, 15? Yes, 14, okay. 15-year-olds. So uh, she made cheer. She was popular. She was part of this group that everybody called the Loud Crowd. And the oh loud crowd God. made themselves known, evidently. Walked down the halls real loud, d- drew attention to themselves. You know the if type. my high school was like this. I know, when you <laughs> She uh, went to, they both went to Miramont High School and were a part of the Baba Links. What are these names? <laughs> Baba Links, otherwise called the Bobbies. It was an elite sorority-like group at that high school that you were part of. So... Kirsten was a part of it, and also the other girl in our story, Bernadette Prati, P-R-O-T-T-I. All these things are happening, and Bernadette is feeling like she is not doing what she thought 
she needed to do, which was to be popular by the time school started. She wanted to be a cheerleader. She didn't make it. She did make the Bobbies, but evidently the Bobbies were a second-tier sorority. There was another sorority even higher up than that that she didn't make and she was sad about. Yeah. So um, she felt bad about her family. Like, I guess a lot of people in this area were well-to-do and had nice houses and her family, I think she was the youngest. I saw one article that said the youngest of six. There was another article that said the youngest of seven. Um, and she was a, a really religious Catholic family. And her parents were like way older. Sorry for dogs barking. So strict Catholic family and her parents were older. Like as compared to other people's parents in that area. They were like maybe in their 50s, 60s. And she was still in high school. So she just felt embarrassed about their house and her boring clothes and everybody else dressed so cute it was just a lot of stuff like that and she had um, one friend's quote was she was obsessed with being fully accepted and popular i hate that i I feel like a lot of people are like that now though i mean being popular is lame i mean no like in lame like it is lame like outside of high school it's lame but when you're in high school and like there's those those groups like you just want to be involved in that and it really sucks when you're not i wasn't chloe and (laughs) i I mean listen if you see chloe chloe is like gorgeous everywhere we go she she and she's done modeling and she's been like a model and a hair model she's so pretty and everybody always says that but she's never really fully believed it i think till recently yeah. And even now you have your days. It takes a lot to be self-confident. Like, yeah, And then does. even when you are, a lot of people hate on that. Like, mm-hmm. if you're self-confident and people see that, that you're posting about yourself and you're, and you're trying to, you know, put yourself out there, people are going to be rude about it and think that you're conceited. So right. there's not, there's no win there. Mm-mm. No, it's hard. I wouldn't go back and do high school if you paid me ever <laughs> again. I just, it was... It was okay, but it wasn't my funnest time. So she wanted to be popular. So she came up with this idea. So this part of the movie was true. She came up with this scheme to call the mother of Kirsten. She said, okay, we're having this initiation dinner. It's a surprise, so don't tell her. Somebody will be out front at 8.30 to pick her up. And her mom was like, of course, that sounds so great. Awesome. She arrives at 8.30. She picks up. Kirsten and Kirsten is like what's going on this is weird she's like Mm -hmm. no we're invited to this party the whole party thing comes up Bernadette claims that Kirsten made them stop and smoke pot (sighs) for a little bit and I I mean nobody knows if this is true or not THC in her system I mean I don't know if they tested for that they do they didn't say that they did they should have yeah maybe I should be a detective You you should be so should I we should make a team. Also, how does that have anything to do with Exa- it? It doesn't. She mur- you murdered her, so it <laughs> doesn't really matter. Literally murdered um, her. She freaked out at some point. She got out of the car. She walked over to a stranger's home, knocked on the door. Who were these people? They were the Arnolds. She did not know the Arnolds, but she knocked on their door. She said, quote, my friend got weird on me and asked to use their phone to call home. Her parents were not home, so Mr. Arnold offers to drive her to a neighbor's house near her house in Orinda. Arnold does see a mustard-colored Pinto following them, okay? What's a Pinto? um, A Pinto is a car, like a mustard-colored car that they were in. So the girl's following them. 
As Kristen heads up to the house, the girl from the see in the movie is a little different. She actually goes and knocks on the door. She doesn't make it there. Uh, Mr. Arnold drops Kristen off. She's walking up to the house. Up the to her the neighbor's window. house. Yes. A neighbor's okay. house. The girl runs with the metal glinting knife. Mr. Arnold sees it and stabs her five times. Mr. Arnold was still there? He sees it happen and the girl runs back to her car. He takes off after her and tries to catch up oh, with her. Oh, okay. He didn't try to see. <laughs> and now in the article, it never says, like, does he come back to the scene of the crime? I mean, obviously, later he's interviewed by police and he tells the story. But he does try to chase her down and he loses her somehow. Uh, so he does see her face, though. And let me see how he describes her. I think that's later, actually. So Arnold tries to follow the Pinto, but he loses track. He describes the girl as a round-faced blonde wearing a yellow shirt and red sweatpants. Why was she wearing that to a party? Well, that's another thing. The mother brings up later during the trial. She thinks this is premeditated. Who's wearing faded sweatpants and a t-shirt to a party? What if it was? It could have been. Nothing ever comes out. So, okay, like I said, Kirsten was stabbed five times. The neighbors, the Hillmans, try to save her. They call the paramedics. Mm -hmm. They give her mouth to mouth. Within an hour, she has died. Very sad. And it's sad because, I mean, we hear a few little details that she was kind of a bee here and there. But, God, what 14-year-old, 15-year-old isn't? Isn't. From time to time. That's uh, so young. Right? That's very young. So, days go by. Um, A lot of accusations went towards this girl who had been in the in crowd previously and then kind of went, like, they say went preppy, but then they say went goth. Like, she dyed her hair and she didn't get along with those girls. I don't understand. So they blamed it on her for a long time. Months. Months and months. I just don't understand how they t- took so long to figure out who it was. It t- took a while. In the movie, I think it was months. It took a little while here, too. So that murder happened June 23rd, 1984. And I want to say that she was finally arrested on December 11th goodness so that's months of her living with this lie so they're interviewing people interviewing friends they've blamed Mm -hmm. this other girl accusations are flying it's it's been crazy but at some point they interview bernadette Prati again after hearing from other classmates that she's had this issue with those girls and that she has a real low self-esteem she's Mm -hmm. obsessed with being popular and accepted and they start to build like the psychology around what type of murder they know it was a young girl because they saw the young girl they just don't know who it was Mm -hmm. right so finally in this last interview first of all she failed to lie detector test (laughs) and during this last interview they give her the psychology of what a girl like this would have had to been like to murder somebody in a fit of rage like this and she says that sounds a lot like me (laughs) they actually do give her time to go home and talk to her parents she I tries mean, to talk to her mom. And what did her mom say? Her, her mom was, like I said, they're older. Her parents. She's very exhausted. Yeah. And her mom said, can we talk about this tomorrow? And she doesn't know what it's about, obviously. Oh, okay. So I she, thought no, she was no, like, no, no. hey, she I wasn't like, killed she, someone. No, she didn't come in and say, hey, mom, uh, listen, I murdered my <laughs> friend in the summer. Can we talk about this? Yeah. And her mom was like, listen, no. I am absolutely exhausted. I've got to go to bed. Can we continue <laughs> this tomorrow? No, girl, tomorrow. No, girl. I'm exhausted. No, she didn't tell her what it was. She just said, I have something very important to talk about. So she writes her this very sad letter about not being able to live with herself if her mom was disappointed in her. No, 
No, she didn't. Oh. Um, no, but she said she had thoughts of that. And it was really just sad. very sad. So they arrest her on December 11th, um, and the trial was three months later. What's sad is that in the movie, it makes you really feel for Bernadette Prouty's character because the girl was really mean. Now, it doesn't make me feel enough for her to feel like, oh, well, of course she should have murdered her. No, don't murder. That's a big lesson here. <laughs> no matter how angry you're feeling and mad and want to be popular, I just stop. Either way. Stop and think about how it's going to affect your life. Either way. I don't, and it's wrong. I don't care if this girl was whatever, mean, or I don't, she was, they're 14, 15. Like, yeah. your brain is not developed enough to mm-hmm. even decide like especially in like a fit of rage like that like she just i mean that's some crazy girl hormone yes happening right so could could she plead insanity well or is she too young to do that they go for is second degree murder so not premeditated in a fit of rage what they call fit of passion but it wasn't passion like when boyfriends go crazy and do you know in a fit of passion I would be interested to know, and this is just a side note for my own research, because I feel so strongly that periods and hormones play huge parts. I bet she was on her period. (laughs) She was on her period or Uh, like PMS week. Imagine the judge, a male judge, being like, so are you on your your period? (laughs) I need to know. Uh, Uh, That's just, it would be interesting for me to know. No, yeah. So. um, Murder is crazy, dude. It was crazy. It scares me to death. So, March 13th, I believe, she was found guilty of second-degree murder, sentenced up to nine years. She was placed in Youth Authorities Ventura School. She finishes all of this September 21st, 1993, and she was permanently released. In between that time, she tried to get paroled a bunch of different times. Like, she was up for parole. They shot her down. They shot her down. Because evidently in this youth Ventura place, she had a boyfriend at some point and uh, really lost it on him in a fit of rage in a very violent way. Okay, what is she, she, did they like try to get her on any medications for no, like? No, it doesn't anger. go into that. I and want reason, to know. The reason we don't know a lot more is because she changed her name right after she. Oh got really? Out. So she paid to change her name. Now I think people can still find her and stuff Smart like that. Smart girl. I didn't look deeper into the whole thing. But I do know that she had a fit of rage also in prison, and that's why they denied parole a few different times. That so is terrifying. I found that stuff. Uh, TV cri- Hold on real quick. i got to cite my source. So I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> TVCrimeSky.com. Again, I think I've gotten stuff by this lady before. Tracy Curry Rays. She writes really good articles. And then the other two I already gave you. I'll cite my sources also in the show notes as well. So, Chloe, what do you feel about this? Um, I feel bad for everybody I know. <laughs> this particular one it makes me feel sad for for some reason i have a real like i don't i'm not like sympathetic towards murderers no that girl did not deserve to lose her life absolutely like not at all or, or at all but i'm saying like there's so many factors that go into that mm-hmm. that make me feel like like I've been there, not like I haven't you, been we've there. We've all felt like yeah. that, where you feel like, like I want to kill mean. someone, but no, <laughs> I'm not going to kill anybody. But uh, you felt sad, or yeah. like people looking down on you, or somebody's been a psycho beef for a year. To and you, then she and just, like, why are you being like this to me? I just want to yes. be your friend. Yeah. I mean, I bet she was like weird though. Like, 
I feel like she had to have been pretty weird in that car for her to get out for Kirsten to get out of the car and go to a stranger's house. Knock I wonder. On the door. Yeah, I wonder what else she said. She probably said some like weird. Uh, just to be a fly on the car. ceiling of that car to know what was going on. To have her freak out like that and then to have her turn around and just keep thinking in her head, oh my gosh, she's going to call everybody and yeah. tell them how weird I am. I have to kill her. Oh, going back to the knife, y'all. Completely forgot this. The knife was in the car, supposedly, because the sister used the car too, her older sister. It's and be what she says is that at lunchtime, she takes a kitchen knife in the car and like cuts cucumbers or tomatoes for her lunch. She eats in the car. And she said she accidentally left that in the car, and that's why the knife was just sitting there that I night. I don't believe that. That's what uh, Kirsten's mother said. She said, who is, even if you are eating lunch in the car, it was like a really long knife, like yeah, an 18-inch why, long knife. Why is, so why are also, you if it was just sitting knife? there, that what's the cheerleader's name? First of all, Wouldn't you Kirsten, see it and be like, I um, feel like, hell no. Yeah, I would have been like, why is there a knife <laughs> right here? I'm getting out right now. So, yeah, I think the whole thing is really sad. I think it brought up a lot in that time in the 90s of Mean Girl and how it can drive somebody to do something crazy. Yeah. I think you can't do that. Don't murder people. Uh, okay. Like, people are mean to me all the time. Yeah. But, like, I'm not going to call their mom be like, Set hey. Set up a plan. <laughs> also, if someone calls you ever and is like, hey. <laughs> well, that was my lesson. Okay, if we're going to do our lessons <laughs> right away <laughs> as a mother, if I get a call from some girl I don't know who wants to set up a secret, don't tell her and dinner. And you don't even, she didn't even have a name. No, so she th- didn't tell her anything. Oh she just said God, she was part of the Bobbies. Uh, like, if it's not one of your friends that I know their voice or their name, mm-hmm. I'm not going to send you out the door also i don't want to go anywhere at 8 30 at night <laughs> listen chloe <laughs> <laughs> chloe is the biggest um homebody of everybody i am too but i mean like she legit <laughs> wants to be in bed by 8 30 we had to drive home from raleigh north carolina <laughs> last night and it was oh we got home it was so painful. late we were like it's so late it's so late but and it, it was, was like 10. 10 but it was and it felt exhausting because we're yeah, used to going to bed at night it was not fun so okay my lesson is if somebody calls and i don't know who they are i'm not going to send you on a secret dinner thing at 8 30 at night okay my what's yours my lesson is um not to join high school sororities and also <laughs> not to be f- try to be friends with mean people i don't think that exactly. ever works have you seen Listen. someone being rude okay even yeah. if she wasn't that rude like do you really need to be friends with her that bad no no you don't want to live in misery yeah she's mean move on go home girl paint a go picture home girl cry eat some chocolate chloe's and don't tell anyone her my night tonight <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna paint a little <laughs> cry mm, yeah chloe no <laughs> all right um, and I think another lesson, again, and we've said this a lot of times, is just don't murder people. I think yeah. it's just probably best for everyone if we do not murder yeah. at all, ever, ever. Definitely. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I'm scared to death of jail, period. I don't know why. Okay, I if someone kidnapped go, me. I'm terrified. If someone kidnapped me, mm-hmm. would you kill them? If someone kidnapped me, of course I would kill them. I guess I would be self-defense if you went after them to, like. I'm going after it. If anybody ever touches my children, in that case, I'm not taking okay, my advice. There, th- see, I'm going to murder. I'm sorry. 
Less than a murder. Less than. Gonna murder so hard, Chloe. <laughs> murder them. That's a lesson for you. I'm murder is acce- <laughs> acceptable um, yeah. in situations where your kids are in danger. All right. So this has been a lot of fun. Chloe, do you want people to follow you on Instagram? Yeah. Give I your do. Instagram name. My Instagram is Chloe Diana. It's with a C. Don't spell it like Chole. That's not. Please it's don't Chloe. C H L O E. C H L O E. D I N N A. Did I just spell my last name? Spelled your name incorrectly. My middle name, not my last name. You spelled it wrong. It's got two N's. Diana. I know. God, you're making me sound stupid. (laughs) Okay, but yeah, follow me. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at Lessons from Lifetime Podcast, and I'm on Twitter because I'm cooler than Chloe. I'm not on Twitter. (laughs) I tweet now at From (laughs) Lifetime. I also have a Facebook group, Lessons from Lifetime podcast group. So now that Chloe's going to be doing some of these with me, I will put her face so you can see what she looks like in the group. I have a picture of us from this weekend. We'll put it up. No, that one's ugly. Hi to her. No, I'll put your new hairdo one. Oh, do my new hairdo. I just got my hair done. Yeah, we went to Raleigh because she was a hair model in this lady's class. She wanted her to come be in. So the lady's amazing, Sarah. She's a queen. So I'll put her picture in there. So thanks for listening. Um, please, please, please go to Apple Podcasts if you're listening on an iPhone. Rate, review, and subscribe because it helps keep all of this going. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun with Chloe. This was just our first time. And it's really fun. I think I probably talked really fast because I was just so excited to have Chloe here. Ah, yes, girl. <laughs> BFFs. Yes, BFFs. Should we explain our relationship? Like as mom and daughter? I was about to say. That's a weird way okay, to put so it. Okay, so we don't have like a normal. <laughs> okay, before we go, just really fast. We don't have a normal mother-daughter thing going on. We had a rough, rough time between the ages of, I would say, 12, 12 to, to 15. 15. I hated her. But not really. She would, like, hate me and then come back. So that part's a normal. That's definitely the normal part. Yeah. But Chloe is a very, very strong-willed girl. And she had a lot of anxiety, a lot of panic attacks. Still has anxiety some, but a lot of panic attacks. She was I had to make a decision at one point. (laughs) And you can agree with me out there. I don't care if you agree with me or not. For my daughter, I had to make this decision for us. I had to make a decision to... Be more of a, I mean, I still get on to you like a mom I, and all that. But I like, tell you what to do. But I am open to whatever you want to share with me all the time. Aww. Because I needed her to tell me things that were going on that she wasn't going to tell me if I was a strict mother disciplinarian. I had to make a decision, and that's the decision I made. Yeah. And I promise you, ever since then, we've been awesome. We've been And she's open to my advice. Like, she takes my advice, all, you know. I, yeah, like I'd rather talk to her than most of my friends. She comes and tells me everything. So that way, I do feel like I'm on top of things because she tells me. So if you see us or hear us joking around like we're just BFFs, I think that's yes. because what we've grown into at this point. Besties. Besties. But um, I love her. She's been through a lot. And um, yeah, I think just our relationship yeah. is unique. So that's why I wanted her to join me on this show. I love you. I love you too. And, okay, every time when I sign off, I always say, have a fabulous week and y'all stay safe. So I'll say the fabulous. You can say y'all stay safe. You ready? Okay. Have a fabulous week. And y'all stay safe. Thank you so much for listening to Lessons from Lifetime. I hope you'll tune in each week for a new Lifetime movie and a true crime story to go with it. 
As always, please take time to rate, review, and subscribe as this helps keep our podcast going. If you want to follow me on social media, Instagram at Lessons from Lifetime Podcast, Twitter at From Lifetime, and Facebook group, Lessons from Lifetime Podcast Group. Until next time, y'all stay safe.